Hey everyone, this is Anthony Grant, and I want to introduce you all to this podcast. It's called Superstar PR, and it's all about entertainment insider chats with Nikki, the founder of the PR agency, Nikki Inc. This podcast chats with some serious entertainers and media insiders, always choosing people who are making a difference in the entertainment world and who have cool stories to share. Happy listening. Hi, guys. My name is Nikki Papayuanu, and this is Superstar PR. I'm CEO and founder of a Toronto boutique PR agency called Nikki Inc. And I promise you always the best guests because I handpick everyone and I promise I will only bring you people that I find really interesting. Today's guest is a personality host for City TV, and he's an on-air personality with Kiss 92.5. He does so much work with Motion Ball, and he started his career as a volunteer on a radio street team. And now he's, you know, recently come back from hosting the Red Carpet Show at the Grammys. So without further ado, because he should not be a stranger to anybody, please welcome Devo Brown to the show. Devo, how are you? I'm so good. How are you? Oh, you know, can't complain. That's such a nice intro. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I think the toughest part for me would say your last name. <laughs> I never knew how to say you. I never knew how to pronounce your last name. I just say Nikki. That's it. Nikki P. Nikki. Nikki P. Nikki P. That's what you are on my phone. Nikki P. <laughs> it's funny. Someone asked if I was Hawaiian recently, and I had to really? had to look at my last name and be like Hawaiian. And I googled some Hawaiian last names. Like no, no it's so no. Greek. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's super Greek. <laughs> it's, I mean, I'm looking at a Superman poster. It's super Greek. Yes. It is. I mean, Hawaiian's not a bad thing, though. I'd love to be I in mean, Hawaii yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah. That's you know. I thought to myself, is Hawaii call, is Hawaii calling me? Is that why everyone's asking yeah, that? Yeah, it must be. That's it. So, Devo, <laughs> let me ask you, what led you to the career you're in today? And uh, you know, I really want to teach some younger listeners about intention and visualization. But did you plan for this? No, no, I didn't. So, uh, intention is not there. Um, I wanted to be a teacher. And I went to school. I got a sociology degree over at McMaster. But while I was going to school, I was kind of the guy who always got music first before everybody else. And so from there, people would come to my dorm room and listen to new music and we kind of jam out and stuff. And I'd take everybody out to party and we'd all go together. And I was kind of the leader in that situation, in the, in the social kind of scene for our, our group of friends. And just going to clubs and bars, I met people and they're like, man, you should, you should get into this stuff. So I started DJing for like $60 a night. Um, and that was part of my university career. And and yeah, and from there, I kind of just climbed and hustled and was grinding my entire way to where I am now. Wow. So you just kind of, is there a philosophy you have? Because one of our other guests said her recipe for success is just saying yes. Is there a, a model you have towards opportunities? And how do you kind of recognize which ones you should go for? Mm -hmm. I think it's a great motto. I think I would add to it, though, and say yes to the right things for you. Um, I said yes a lot, which there's things I probably should have not said yes to. But saying yes is great because you you learn about everything. So for me in radio, uh, I was working a million jobs. I had to pay off you know my my student loans. So I was DJing at clubs at night. I was working for Pepsi as a merchandiser during the day and driving around and stocking shelves. I worked at a young offender jail. I worked at the YMCA. I coached basketball. This was all during one week. I would do that. And, uh, and then I volunteered at the radio station to get on the street team. And, you know, after doing a couple of shifts, they're like, you know what, we're going to hire you. So I said yes to the radio stuff and learned every aspect of the business. So if it was being behind the scenes and lifting things and putting up tents and handing out chapstick and stickers to people, cool. But then there, there was the technical side of things. So something like this, you know, setting up the microphones and all that. 
I would learn that. Um, getting on the sales side and how people would deal with that aspect of radio to make money for the radio station. I learned about that. So I said yes to those things to learn every aspect because that makes you valuable when you know the entirety of it. That's actually a really good point you make because in my younger years, I volunteered at in an old age home at a youth detention center. I worked at a coffee shop all at the same time, but it was so eye-opening to learn about all these different aspects. So I think it makes you a really well-rounded person. And now I think it's your humility and the fact that you're well-rounded that makes you really the right guy for the red carpet because you're dealing with some larger-than-life personalities. And I wanted to ask you, Devo, what celebrities have you interviewed that you've enjoyed the most? Um, man, there's, I'm going to knock on wood because there's been so many and I've been fortunate in that sense. My favorite though, cause I grew up on his music would be a Jay-Z. Um, you know, we sat down kind of like this, this close to each other. And we just had a conversation about one of his albums and, you know, it was supposed to be a seven minute interview, which turned into a 25 minute interview because he was enjoying himself, you know, and the fact that when we finished, he gave me a hug and he's like, man, thank you for that. And you have a guy that that's at that level who was so humble and was just like so happy with it. He looked at the CEO of the radio station I was working at, at the time. and He goes, you got a special one right there. Keep him around. And I was like, come on, Jay-Z, just like Jay-Z said that about me. Like, that's insane. So, I mean, that's that's one of my favorite. Like, we we, we chatted a few times, but that interview specifically was one of my favorites. Um, a guy like Drake, I've watched him literally start from the bottom in his music career and go to where he is now. You know, the radio station I was at, we were the first ones to play his music. You know, um, my name along with a bunch of people from Toronto, we're on the liner notes of his first album in the thank you section. So yeah, you'll, you look it up, we're there because he appreciated what we did. And so to see the success he has now is, you know, one of my favorite stories because we've watched it go from absolutely the beginning from from zero to where he is now, which is so cool. Do you see a commonality between Jay-Z, Drake, and some of the greatness that you've worked with? Is there something these these gents or ladies have in common? You know, a lot of it is timing. You know, you see people get to where they are because of the timing. There's a need or, you know, there's a space that they've kind of come into that wasn't filled before. Uh, a guy like Drake, he, he filled this sound, which wasn't being done. Yeah, so I think the timing of that was great for him. But the humbleness is there. These guys, you know, and, and the ladies, they, they've worked hard. There's that, that hard work that they put in, the time they put in. But there is that, that humbleness that's there, that they've always looked back with the people that kind of helped them along the way, and they look at those people for guidance. Ah, so they look back, they stay humble. And, you know, I really live by the motto of just never forget where you came from. And it doesn't mean that it defines you, but it helps you always, you stay real, you stay grounded, and you remember that we're all just connected, we're all one. And, you know, it makes me want to ask you, if you were starting over again, what advice would you give yourself with the wisdom you have now to younger Devo? (laughs) Oh, man, there's so much. Dang, what would I say to younger Devo? Jeez, listen to your mom more. I like that one. <laughs> she, she just, she always says she's right, but I think she pretty much is always right. And so, uh, no, I think I would have been a little more focused in my direction because I didn't know really what I wanted to do at first. I kind of just started doing it and then I got the love for it more so. Um, I think if I had that focus and as you mentioned right from the beginning, the intention, and that direction from the beginning, that would have helped because it would have 
help me get to the goals or achieve those goals a little sooner in life. But, you know, I'm glad that I took the path I did. So I wouldn't really change too much because you learn along the way, right? You meet people, you learn about yourself, you learn about others. So, um, yeah. It's really interesting that you said that um, because we interviewed Pavlo, uh, the guitarist, and he said, you know, something I've realized is no matter what kind of nudge I got, it was okay because it was just pushing me in a different direction. And there was something I had to learn where I was going. So, I mean, you know, I want to ask you, do you have any regrets? Anything you said no to opportunity wise that in looking back, you're like, wow, that would have challenged me and I want that to come back again? No, I think there's times where I didn't push myself as hard as I could. I mean, regrets are, is such a tough word because I don't regret anything, but I do wish that I pushed myself a little harder earlier in my career and kind of believed in myself a little more. I think that confidence was lacking because there's that fine line between you know being really cocky and being overconfident and being confident. And people see that. So I think for me, I've always wanted to make people happy and, and stuff like that. But I just... I would look at it and be like, man, if I say this, they're going to think that I'm really high on myself. I'm super arrogant when that's not the case. Because that again, there is that fine line between the confidence. So I think if I believed in myself a little sooner in my career, that would have helped. But, you know, that's that's something that a lot of people struggle with is just, you know, having that that self-confidence and really having that ability to push yourself a little more. It's funny. I think you and I have talked about the confidence. And sometimes when I'm not really sure this PR world is for me, you kind of give me like some good nuggets of wisdom. And I guess what I want to ask you is, is there anything you still want to achieve? Any dream projects of yours? And they don't have to be anything real. This is like, if I could wave a magic wand, what would you work on? Oh, man, I would love if this country in Canada, because I love Toronto, I love Canada, could sustain like a late night TV show. That's what that would be my dream. So you have your Jimmy Fallon's, your Kimmel's, your Colbert's and and those shows. But to have that Canadian version of that. Wow. That would be that would be my dream. I would love to have that kind of show. And, and you know, and I find we people are like, we don't have the star power here to do that on a daily basis. We don't have, you know, the, the stars and the celebs coming into town. Well, we do. Um, there's a way to do it. And I think, you know, companies and brands have to put the money into it because that's what happens. Those things aren't cheap. And, you know, but I think with a good direction and a good plan, it's something that could happen in this country. And I think we don't have it. It, it you know, Strombo had a show. Mike Bullard had a show. They, you know, they had a little bit of a run and, and that was it. But something, you know, done properly could sustain. And, and we don't have something that, we, you know, I think we're the only country that doesn't have its own late night show. Wow. If you look at any country, you go on YouTube and you'll find them like, there's something in Russia. There's something in Germany. There's something in Italy. Yeah, you're you know, right. We all have late night show. We don't have a late night show. Well, everybody, I'm I'm kind of agreeing with Devo here, and I think he'd be the greatest host for a late night show. So let's put it out there: late I'd night with Devo to. Brown. Man, that'd be so much fun. <laughs> hey, it's better than me waking up at three in the morning. I'll tell you that. I'd rather do late nights. And go to sleep at three in the morning. <laughs> That's what I live yes, for. Yes, yes, I can agree with that. So, what's the best career advice you've been given? Probably by your mom, or yeah, like what's the best career advice? Uh, my mom would just say, what she always say to me? She's like, stop being so shy. Just go, go do it. No one's going to give it to you. You have to ask. That's what she would always say to me. You have to ask, just go. I'm like, all right, you need to push harder. Um, but that's the stuff. You got to push harder. You do. And she's right. No one's going to hand you something because they don't know what you want. So you do have to ask. You have to ask those questions. You have to make those connections. I think getting out there and meeting people in the world that you want to be in, no matter what kind of job you want or what kind of career you want to be in, it's knowing the players in it. But again, it goes back to what I was saying when I learned about radio was I learned all aspects of it. So know the history of it. 
know the people that kind of paved the way and learn from them. You know, there's no shame in looking back at someone and admiring them and saying, you know, I loved their craft. You know, I kind of want to take a little bit of that and add it to mine. You know, that's flattery, I would say. So yeah, best career advice was that. And also read everything out loud that I see. You know, when we do things for commercials or if I'm doing a television thing, it's the first time I'm seeing it. I can look at it and just read it like I know what I'm talking about. You actually did that really well. Um, so Devil worked on something with a project we did for an opening at Tim Hortons. And you took the script and you said, Nikki, one second, I just need to read it out loud. And then right away, you were ready to record a commercial. And, and I was, I've never seen that before. I've seen people <laughs> practice a hundred times. And I was like, really, Devo? And then you did a really good job. Oh, thank so you. what good advice? Your practice in and part of your learning is just read it out loud. Yeah, especially like for this job and stuff, because we're giving like, you know, when I'm doing TV stuff or radio, you're giving something on the fly, right? Or I'm hosting an event, like you've seen the events I've hosted. So they're giving you information right there. And it might be a piece of paper. And you're like, I got to tell people this. So you got to read it immediately on the spot. So anything, you know, I used to drive now, I'd be driving the street, and I would announce the street signs I was seeing, or if I'm on the highway, and I'm like, there's, uh, you know, there's the DVP the exit on the left, like I would read it out loud, just to kind of get used to that. You know what? That's like, it's it's brilliant that you just said that because you kept practicing. You practiced Always. in your downtime. And something Dr. Phil said in his fill in the blanks podcast about Steve Harvey, I think it was Steve Harvey. He said that he kept taking an opportunity to make people laugh. No matter what it paid, he always said yes, because for him, that was getting paid to just practice. So you're practicing and that's probably why you're so good at what you do now. Thank you so much. You know, I would say like, when we do events and stuff, whether it's five people or 5,000 or 50,000, I'm always going to treat it the same. You know, you're going to get the same person. I'm never going to half blank things. You know, it's just, it's going to be, you're going to do it, you do it. Whether it's five people or 5,000 there, like you just do the same job. Like you go in, you work hard. That's how I've always been. I love it. If you're going to do it, you do it. That's something my dad says all the time. Yeah. He said, whatever job you have, Nikki, just remember that you put the most amount of pride in that because that's what people see. They see the reflection in the work you're doing. doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. When I clean toilets, because I've cleaned toilets, I made sure that they were the cleanest toilets you would have ever sat on, <laughs> you know, because you're going to do it. You do it right. That's amazing. Yeah. And I guess here's my last question for you, Devo. Um, who do you admire the most in your industry? Hmm. There's so many. You know, there's a lot of people that you just look at and you're just like, you were super talented at what you do. There was a guy named Big D that did radio that I loved. And, and he kind of helped me out on the way as I was climbing because he gave me an opportunity to hang out and shadow him. And I thought, you know, he was, I thought he was the best. He was great. He's just a fun dude. You know, but I look at people like Dina, who I work with on BT now. And Dina to me is just a gem. She is a rare, she's like one in a generation of what she does. Intelligent, strong, great role model. And what you see on TV is what you get. Like, there's no one more genuine than her. So I love, you know, I love working with her. She's absolutely incredible. And Cabby, who does stuff on TSN, Cabby is a great friend of mine. And, you know, I look at him and, and I love what he does. And he carved something different than everybody else when it comes to sports reporting and, and, and journalism in that way. And, and it's something that people try to strive to be. And he, he does it. He does it so well. 
you know, and it's great. Like when, cause I have, like, he's a close friend. So it's just nice seeing him and I admire what he does, which is great. So, I mean, out of everybody you've mentioned now, I want, you know, audience guys, we should all look at who Big D is. We should all find Cabby on TSN. And Dina, funny story, back in university, I served her coffee really often when she was at Global. And she really was one of the nicest people I could meet and serve coffee to because not everybody's friendly before they've had a coffee. <laughs> so, And, you know, the thing is, if she saw you, she'd be like, oh, yeah, I remember that. And that's the thing about her. She remembers people's names. She does that. And I wish I was that good. Like, I'll remember people. I, I try my best to. But she's just, she's just got that. She's just so sweet. Oh, well, you know, Devo, it's funny the kind of connection. And I know you don't drink coffee. <laughs> There's a connection made over coffee that it's hard. You know, it's something I can't describe people. The connection you make just in a coffee shop in 10 seconds. But I want our audience to really know you and see more of what you do. So I joke sometimes that I'm always kind of presenting you to different people I meet. But where can our, where can our listeners find you? Where are the platforms you play the most on? Um, every Saturday, no matter where you are across the country. Uh, Kiss Radio, I do a show called Set It Off, uh, Saturday nights at 8 o'clock and local time, wherever you are, uh, with DJ Climax. It's a mixed show. It's a party. It's a ton of fun. So whatever you're doing on a Saturday night, we make sure that you enjoy yourself or your soundtrack for that. Uh, so that's every Saturday on Kiss Radio um, all across the country. Breakfast Television in Toronto, you can check me out on that. City TV, so all your city TVs, all your breakfast televisions across the country as well. I do entertainment. So, you know, like we talked about the Grammys red carpet, all that interviewing, you know, I just interviewed Mariana's Trench a couple of days ago. Um, Mark O'Brien and Georgina Riley, they're doing, they're Canadian actors and they're super talented. They're in a new movie called Goalie, which is about Terry Sawchuk. Uh, so that comes out very soon and you can check them. So just doing interviews like that, you know, um, just a million things like that, uh, which is great. And if you have Rogers, you'll see me on Channel One. It's a 24-7 <laughs> channel. Um, I'm on there all the time and people are sick of me for that. So I apologize. Are you really doing that much or are they just refeeding? Like Oh no, it's a loop. I'm not no, I'm not there 24-7. That would be man. That would be that'd actually be funny because I'd probably get delirious at some point and say some random things. But no, that's a it's a loop. We talk about all the cool shows and movies that are coming out. Well, you know, Devo, I think that you're definitely somebody people should pay attention to. And what is your Twitter handle? Twitter is just at Devo Brown, D-E-V-O, and then Brown like the color. And Instagram is the same? Instagram, you add an it's because someone else randomly had Devo Brown. So I-T-S, Devo Brown. <laughs> it's Devo Brown on Instagram. And your website? Uh, DevoBrown.com. Well, you got it, everybody. This is Devo Brown. Canada is so proud to say that we produce Devo Brown. And Devo, thank you so much for joining us today on Superstar PR. We want you to keep shining. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to Superstar PR. New episodes are available every other Friday. And you know, we would love your feedback. So please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And be sure to subscribe to Superstar PR on your favorite streaming service and visit www.nikkiinc.ca to sign up for podcast alerts and notifications. Thank you so much for listening. 